You're listening to Signal Sound by The Signal, Georgia State's independent student newspaper. You can find more in-depth stories at georgiastatesignal.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GSU Signal. Don't forget to pick up our weekly issue on stands across the Atlanta campus every Tuesday. Coming up on The Signal Sound, the student health clinic tests below capacity. In addition, students testing positive for COVID-19 quarantine at Piedmont North. In other news, voting polls are searching for younger volunteers. Georgia State's Student Health Clinic is reportedly testing around 4 to 500 students for COVID-19 every week. These groups make up only a fraction of the 5,000 weekly tests available at the clinic. Georgia State is authorized only to test Georgia State students, not the outside population. The university is prioritizing virus testing for students living in the dorms and students involved in sports. There is yet to be any Georgia State-sanctioned testing for faculty and staff. The university's capacity to test has grown since spring, but some issues remain. Some students wait weeks for their test results, despite a small testing pool. Other concerns rose when the COVID-19 LabQuest diagnostic database was breached, leaving patients' private information vulnerable to unauthorized users. Since August, Georgia State has received two major grants, accumulating $300,000 in hopes that the university will contribute findings about coronavirus detection and virus replication. While the university makes scientific advances, the student clinic will not be using any of these experimental methods. The clinic will only be using FDA-approved methods to test, trace, and identify COVID-19. On September 1st, the Georgia Department of Public Health announced on Twitter that the university students who test positive for the coronavirus are required to quarantine in separate dorms. At Georgia State, dorm residents can either return home or recover on campus if they test positive for COVID-19. Students who choose to remain on campus will be placed in isolated dorm rooms at Piedmont North Building A. To help students and staff adjust, sanitizing stations will be placed throughout residency halls, as well as educational materials on social distancing and proper ways to wear and care for PPE. In addition, plexiglass will be placed at high-service areas and health and safety protocols have been adjusted. Between September 5th through the 11th, 10 individuals at Georgia State tested positive for COVID-19. In other news, the United States is experiencing a widespread shortage of poll workers due to the pandemic. Even before the pandemic, about 65% of all jurisdictions report having difficulty finding enough workers to run their polling places. Unfortunately, a majority of poll workers are within the 61 and up age range, leaving them most susceptible to the coronavirus. Noah Goldstein, founder of the Poll Workers Project, believes that young voters could be the solution to this year's election obstacles. Because a majority of poll workers are unable to work this year's election, the organization is recruiting young people to volunteer. Goldstein hopes young voters will step up to help the upcoming election run smoothly. In local news, Porsche announced on September 22nd that the company is planning to build a multi-million dollar development near their Atlanta headquarters and Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. This month starts the first stage of development, including the construction of a new Porsche service center. The 33-acre project will also include a classic factory restoration facility and an extension of the Porsche Experience Center. 
The service center completion date is expected to fall around late 2021. The total cost of the project remains unreleased. In national news, a former police officer has been charged in the Breonna Taylor case. The charge is unrelated to her death. Brett Hankinson is one of three officers involved in the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor, a 26-year-old hospital worker. Hankinson was indicted yesterday for wanton endangerment after firing shots into Taylor's neighbor's apartments. Kentucky law defines wanton endangerment as an action that shows extreme indifference to the value of human life. National activists and relatives of Breonna Taylor call for the indictment of all three officers on charges of manslaughter or murder. The other two officers were not indicted on any charges. Earlier this month, the Taylor family was given $12 million in a wrongful death settlement with Louisville city officials. In international news, a surge of extremist violence in Mozambique is causing a humanitarian crisis, according to the World Food Program. Over 300,000 civilians have been displaced during the conflict. Widespread violence has left these individuals with little access to food and shelter. Attacks in northern Mozambique's Cabo Delgado province bring more turmoil to an already struggling region. Before the recent shocks of violence, the area held Mozambique's second-highest rate of chronic malnutrition, with over half of all children under five suffering from its symptoms. The World Food Program fears for the lives of women and children in Cabo Delgado. The program continues to work with the country's government to help distribute food and resources to displaced people in the area. For these stories and more, you can check every Tuesday for new articles at georgiastatesignal.com. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at GSU Signal for all the latest Georgia State news. This is Timo Clark, podcast editor for The Signal.